0: And subscribe to receive our latest articles and special offers and the best part it's all free just for you this podcast is episode number 235 and it will be about key reports for your contracting company explained you see QuickBooks has over a hundred reports that can be viewed on a regular basis now you can spend all of your time seeing a report in QuickBooks and trying to find a way to populate numbers in the report Many reports are designed for specific things. Take for example the view of the homepage. Just because the features on the homepage in QuickBooks does not mean it is useful for every contractor. There are five key performance indicators every contractor and construction company needs to survive and thrive. So those five key indicators are cash, number one cash, number two accounts receivable, number three Accounts payable. Number four, the balance sheet. Number five, profit and loss. And those are the key that you need to know. And going further, just for the record, it is not practical or recommended for small contractors or handymen to track inventory. And yet we see this a lot. For most contractors, material goes from the supplier directly to the job, which is not a definition of inventory. Inventory is what goes in the warehouse, stays and stays and stays. You may or may not be aware of this, but... Lots of studies have proven and shown for every dollar you spend on inventory, you're gonna spend another two dollars storing it and tracking it. So if you're a small contractor, under a million dollars a year especially, I really encourage you, don't have the inventory. And part of the reason is that most contractors do not have the money to invest in inventory. Your supplier is just down the street, they have on-demand inventory what you need, when you need it. Now, plumbers, electricians, HVC contractors tend to have a certain amount of inventory and it's better to do a physical inventory a couple times a year, perhaps in the year, maybe midpoint of the year, and enters a bulk number. Now, there are specialty, specialty programs that are add-ons to QuickBooks, those larger companies who need to track inventory. One of my favorites is Fishbowl. Also, if you're using QuickBooks Enterprise, QuickBooks Enterprise has a wonderful inventory program built into it. Um, If you only have a couple hundred items, 300, you might want to just use the the QuickBooks Enterprise inventory program. I really like that one too. You see, trying to keep track of each item in the job can be overwhelming and it's not practical for smaller jobs. If it's a cost plus or a time material job, then sure. Only purchase what you need and assign that receipt to that specific job. But back to the beginning, there are those five key performance indicator reports that are useful to every contractor, regardless of your size. And the five KPIs, or key performance indicators, I like to um, use an an analogy or a a, um, kind of a word picture. Look at the the dashboard on your truck or van. Maybe you have a car. Look at the dashboard of of your vehicle. The first thing you see is the speedometer. And that's the thing that people pay the most attention to is the speedometer. Well, in the QuickBooks dashboard, that's the cash on hand report. Because cash is a fact, profit is an opinion. So the cash report. On the dashboard, the tachometer is the second thing that people look at most often. In QuickBooks, the tachometer equivalent is the accounts receivable. And that's cash coming in. On the dashboard, the third thing people look at is the fuel gauge. The equivalent in QuickBooks is the accounts payable. That's cash going out. By the way, are you seeing a pattern here? It's called cash, cash, cash. The fourth thing on the the dashboard that people look at is the oil temperature. Now the relation to that in the QuickBooks dashboard, that's the balance sheet. And the balance sheet has the three O's. What you own, what you owe, and what's left over. So what you own, the assets, minus what you owe in liabilities equals equity or what's left over and the fifth thing people look at is the water temperature the quickbooks equivalent is a profit and loss now the opinion and accuracy that profit and loss depends on the bookkeeper but i take you back to the randomism never forget this cash is a fact profit is an opinion so let's talk about number one a little bit cash how much cash is in the bank why because you had have to have, have money to pay the bills, material, and purchase and upcoming expenses. So cash is very, very important. That's a speedometer. Accounts receivable. How much work have I completed and billed the customer? Now that's really important. Contractors can get confused and think that the signed contractors are X amount. And therefore they have that much coming in before the job starts. Mm, not necessarily so. Accounts receivables are completed work that you bill your customer or client. In other words, how much can I expect to pick up a check for today? From someone doing their accounting, it's it's simpler to create an invoice for the whole job and then take payments on it. The problem is that the balance is aging nicely and giving the false impression of the company's financial position. Add the time it takes to determine what is owed to you, and after a short while, QuickBooks becomes a real mess. Not just a mess but a real mess. I hope that's important. You guys get to grip what I'm saying there. Then your banker or lender asks for financial statements. And are you trying to explain to the banker that your accounts receivable includes work not started or completed? Are you trying to explain why some of the money that should have gone into the books went to HIP National Bank? Well, guess what? Bankers want to know how much money you can expect to collect today. So two key phrases in a construction company is cash and today. Number three, accounts payable. What bills do I have coming up? Well, the accounts payable is where you track all your supplier invoices, you match against a month in a statement, and your subcontractor bills. It is not the place to track your monthly payments to your credit cards, nor your payroll or tax payments to state and federal agencies. These are items and other places and liabilities of your QuickBooks file. Now, please note, all transactions on your credit cards need to be entered in the QuickBooks under the credit card section and not just the month and balance with a due date. And we see this quite frequently. A lot of the old school bookkeepers, bless their hearts, will get the credit card statement, enter it one number, you know, X amount of dollars for the month, and that's it. Well, that's just tantamount to um, a highway to bankruptcy because you have no clue what what's really going on in your business. Number four, profit and loss. Profit and loss are keeping track of your income and expenses and will reflect the gross profit and net profit of your business. This report is date specific. And please note, expenses are broken down between cost goods sold, direct and indirect costs, and expenses which tend to be overhead. Now QuickBooks by default is on the accrual method and that's fine because most companies run their business on accrual so they can do forecasting. Reports converted to the cash method for sales tax, federal and state income tax reports. You only only want to pay tax on the money you've collected now, but you want to run an accrual because you're using it for forecasting and getting a feel how your business is working. Number five, the balance sheet. The balance sheet is tracking the overall health of your company. Assets include cash, accounts receivable, undeposited funds, and inventory. Yes, the government treats those piles, boxes, and pallets of unsold material as an asset, which increases your profit. Now, unless you have some kind of mad magical skills, believe me, it's impossible to trade that box of treasures for a tank of gas, lunch, or a bag of groceries. Having a good relationship with your suppliers is key. Good suppliers will encourage the return of material, even with their lot, even with a restocking charge. Cash is more useful. Let me just segue briefly. We've had several construction companies, and I believe the inventory that we carried, even we had you know 27 employees and seven trucks doing a whole ton of service and repair work, and those trucks are huge. But the entire group of inventory would fit on just about anybody's kitchen table. That's all the trucks and everything in the, in the shop. Why? Because I understand inventory. I'm a construction accountant and inventory is horrid. So when we got done with the project, the next day or that day and we're heading back, swing by the supplier, return the material, get a credit. In fact, one of the things I used to do, this is a little side note, The word to the wise, you know who you are. Um, a lot of contractors go out of business. I'm sorry. That happens. It's a fact of life. And when I was in construction, I used to buy up the inventory of businesses that had failed. And I'd buy them up for pennies and a dollar. I'd go get a U-Haul truck or a rider truck. It didn't matter. And I would fill that sucker full of material and take it to my supplier and say, I want to return this material. And they'd say, well, we can't give you full price on it. We can give you, you know, 80 cents in the dollar. I'd say, oh, okay. So I'm buying it for $0.10 in the dollar, and I'm returning it for $0.80 in the dollar. Do the math. Um, Very useful. okay? And I've seen a lot of contractors who had a business, among other things, because they had excess inventory, and it was overhandled to the nth degree. So it sounds funny, but that's one way to do it. And just another quick segue. I knew of a plumbing contractor. I think he's retired now. living in the Bahamas somewhere doing really well that guy had 13 trucks service repair and this is back in the 90s and bless his heart that guy was making some bank I mean I know he was grossing over 80,000 a month and taking home around 40,000 a month all the inventory in those trucks and his shop would fit literally in a cardboard box called a banker box, which is about eighteen inches by twelve inches by twelve inches deep. It would all fit in there with plenty of room left over. Um, because they didn't stock inventory. They took the inventory back the next day or that day. And I was amazed. You got ran very officially. Okay. Enough of that talk about inventory. Okay. Just let that be enough said. Liabilities is tracking the amount that's due to others. The short term is the accounts payable and the credit cards. The long term is your truck loans, equipment loans, loans to yourself, lines of credit, loans to somebody else. Uh, I'm sorry, loans from somebody else. Those are the liabilities. Now please note, track all the money you lend to the company. That's not profit. You can get it all back without being considered income unless you document you put it in the company. I'm sorry, you cannot get it back without being in considered income unless you document you put it in the company so don't just put money in the checking account document where it went it came from in QuickBooks the sort of cost by nature are funds lent to the business because unless the contractor has been doing some side work the business did not have any income before it began to cover the initial cost of setting out the business equity is the value you have in your construction company And that boils down really simple. You take your assets, what you own, minus your liabilities, what you owe, and what's left over? That's your equity. I recommend you take as little as possible out of the company. It's designed to grow and take care of your needs. Take care of the company first. It'll take care of you later. Many expenses are company expenses as an individual you're paying personally. It is much easier for the company to pay all the business expenses. Now, your tax accountant can easily review and assign a percentage that may be personal. And this is better than the mad scramble of finding missing a, receipts at tax time. And for all the contractors listening to you here, if you are running your business as a sole proprietor, I encourage you to call Sherry 206 361 3950. She's here at Fast Easy Accounting. I encourage you to give her a call and ask the simple question, what is the difference between a sole proprietor and a subchapter S or what's known as an Inc. And you will be surprised what the difference is. It is huge. And a lot of sole proprietors don't wanna become a corporation because they think it's so much hassle um, until they find out how much money they can save in taxes alone. It's astounding. a quick example of that, we had, a con- we had a contractor we worked with for quite a while. Um, he folded his business up in the last, well, I'm going to say between 2008 and 2016, he folded his business up. And one of the reasons he had to fold it up, because he was a sole proprietor, and practically every year he was making over 100000 net. And he was about in a 40% tax bracket, so he's paying like 40000 in taxes. I talked to lot, it was blue in the face. And I finally shut up and when he sold his bill, he, got, he didn't even sell it, when he finally quit business, somebody told him, hey, guess what? If you were a Subchapter S, you could have saved about half that money in taxes. And he came and asked me, he said, why did you say something? I said, Mr. X, I must have told you at least 20 times and I pulled up my emails and I said, I emailed you at least 25 times and sure emailed you 50 times over the years, suggesting that you become a corporation. And you kept saying, don't bug me. I don't need the hassle. Well, we figured that hassle um, cost costing a couple hundred thousand dollars, but these things happen. Okay, this, this brings me back to another vandalism. Please listen carefully. Money and construction companies is made in the office, not in the field. And to paraphrase from a book um, by Sun Tzu, we talked about. The art of war and I this is a paraphrase, not exact, but the paraphrase is if the grand strategy be correct, then a number of tactical errors can be made and yet the enterprise, your company, will prove successful. But efficient tactics cannot overcome bad strategy. Bad strategy will kill your company. Good strategy will make you a, a Fortune. Make you a, a millionaire, basically. If that's important, some people it is, some it isn't. Okay. Contractor favorite job costing reports. The job policy reports are the easiest and most practical to track because you can see the job by job. Did this job make a profit? Did that job make a profit? How much? And from this report you can drill down to more specifics about a job so if you're going to look at one report one job costing report look at the job profitability report if that's all you do look at that okay because every small job every remodel is different and knowing how much the plumber the electrician the framer charged is not relevant in most cases because their job's a little different but the job costing job profitability report will tell you which job is most profitable and if you want a little hint, this is a word to the wise. If you're wise, listen. If you're not yet, you know, just blow me off. That report you can export into Excel and then look at the percentages. And I'll give you a little hint. It's called the 80-20 rule. 80% of your clients and customers will generate 20% of your net profit, and it'll be the biggest headache. The top 20% of your clients and customers will generate 80% of your profit. And I have done this thousands of times. I pull up a job property report. I talk to the contractor. We get the top 20%. And I say, who are these people? And so far, everyone said, well, yeah, I, I make a lot of money in that customer, but they're not really a friend of mine. They don't go have a beer with me. They, you know, they're, they're kind of abrupt and, and they're kind of busy. And they're not really fun to be around. And I look at the bottom 80% and I go to the very bottom 20%. Oh, these are my buddies. These are my pals. I like them. Oh, yeah, and I give them a big discount. I always give them a discount. I work for free a whole bunch. And when they describe that, they'll suddenly stop, and they give me that wide-eyed deer-in-the-headlight look because the wheels are turning. You see the smoke coming out of their ears? And they say, oh, my God. I say, yeah, right. You want to be rich or right? Okay, and this is a little harsh, so I preface it in advance. You may want to close your ears, but this is something that a very, very wealthy person told me a long time ago, and I mean wealthy. This guy's a billionaire, and he looked me square in the eye and said, "Randall, if you want to have a friend, buy a dog." At the time, I was in my late uh, early 20s, and I didn't understand. Well, I still understand now. Okay. Business is business. You're in business to make money. You're in business to build an asset that will build a retirement income, what's called a walkaway income, or a, you know, a, a renewable income, um, a cash cow. Okay, That doesn't mean you don't do a, a little favor for a friend now and then, but frankly, your friend needs to pay the full freight like everybody else, because you're, you and your friend go to the food store and go to the gasoline store and other places and the material store and guess what you all pay full freight so bless their hearts don't be giving a lot of stuff away because you're giving away your future. futures what that is I gotta shut up there okay I'm, I got a bit of a, a mission about people contractors contractors retire with nothing it just makes me angry because this construction companies it's so easy to become a millionaire it's not even funny it's just insanely easy okay it gets back to, to over-tracking versus practical information you can see and process at a glance. That job profitability report will, will show you what jobs made money and which ones did not. You can take a peek at material costs, the timing of the job, the time spent on the job, and how many signed change orders. Let me give you a little hint. The big money is made in change orders. You don't have to sell them. People use the four important words all the time while it's open anyway. Since we're already here, I have an idea. These are all openers to that wonderful change order because it's really tough to be able to figure out what you want until the walls are open and the floors and ceilings are open, all of a sudden people start thinking about different things they wanna have. So whip out your change order form, make it a, make that information a prisoner on paper Write it all down, put a number on it, have the client sign it, and do what? Yep, you've got it. You know I'm going to say opium. I love opium. Other people's money, once they sign that change order, bless their hearts, let them write you a check, give you cash or their credit card, and you run it. And you get paid in full for the change order before you do it. Because memories have a way of fading. It's funny. Um. You know the oldest profession in the world, that service, the value of services rapidly diminish after the services have been performed. Well, guess what? In construction, it's the same thing. Change orders have a lot of value until they're done. When they're done, they don't have that much value anymore. That's why I say get paid in advance for change orders. Okay. Um, by the way, this podcast is in September 2017, and fuel costs have increased everywhere due to the recent hurricanes. If they didn't in your area, you're one of the lucky few. So keep that in mind as you're bidding your projects. Estimating. Many contractors are finding it helpful in bidding jobs to use a detailed estimating program. And some estimating programs link to industry-specific cost codes. Now, those are great. We love those. But please note, if your estimate is several pages long, it is not practical to enter this information and it's estimate in the QuickBooks line by line. You may want to just use an estimating program, present the, the estimate, then in QuickBooks, just use a, a real simple one line, like you know, general construction or something with a big number. That's up to you. QuickBooks can be set up to do many things. QuickBooks can not have much detail or as little detail as the user wants or needs. And a lot of contractors, bless your hearts, and I love you all, a lot of contractors use QuickBooks as an electronic checkbook instead of a real accounting program with reports. Okay, Once you see how easy it is to use, it's fantastic. And if you don't want to use it, hire us. We'll do it for you. The object is to be able to see useful reports you can read and make decisions on because making decisions and being adaptable happens every day when you're in Any kind of a business, especially construction. We understand contractors and construction accounting from your side. What you need and why you need it. Why? Because we've been there, done that, got the t shirt, tattoo, and sung a song about it. It starts M I C K E Y, you know the rest. We've had several contracting companies. And it's impossible for us to think from any position than from management and what's best for you, the contractor. Well, I hope this podcast helps you understand that outsourcing your contractor's bookkeeping services to us is about more than just doing the bookkeeping. It's about taking a holistic approach to your entire construction company and helping support you as a contractor and as a person. We understand the good, the bad, and the ugly about owning and operating construction companies because we've had several of them. And we sincerely care about you and your construction company. That's all I have for now. Please do me the honor of coming and rating a podcast on whatever you're listening to this on. And feel free to tell me what you liked and you didn't like because your feedback is crucial and I thank you in advance. It is our belief and mission statement here at Fast Easy Accounting that contractors like you deserve to be wealthy because you bring value to other people's lives. This is one more example of how Fast Easy Accounting has helped construction company owners all across the USA, including Alaska and Hawaii, Put money in the bank to operate and grow your construction company. Construction accounting is not rocket science. It's a lot harder than that. And a lot more valuable to people like you. So please stop missing out. By the way, if you'd like to learn what makes construction accounting different from regular accounting, please visit www.fasteasyaccounting.com forward slash CA and please feel free to call Sherry at 206-361-3950 or you can email her sharie at com and schedule your no charge one hour consultation. Probably contractors and construction owners have none of the value of outsourced bookkeeping services and contractor coaching services like ours for a very long time and now you know that too. If you're thinking about outsourcing your con- your contractor's bookkeeping services, you're invited to download a guide to find the right contractor bookkeeping service to fit your particular situation and you can find that at www.fasteasyaccounting.com forward slash hs Thank you very much. I hope you understand. We really do care about you and all contractors, regardless of whether or not you ever hire our services. Bye for now. To our next episode here on the Contractor Success Map Podcast, where we remove contractors' unique paperwork frustrations. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on how to turn your contracting company into a process-dependent cash cow. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in.